Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to episode of 276 of 4th and John. I am here with Evan Hollywood Hearn and Mal Davis. I am Gail Saunders. Uh, we are talking about, uh, you know, the Eagles timeline talk. Uh, we're also missing uh, Prime in the building. Uh, but e- Eagles timeline talk. Uh, yeah, there's, there's a couple, you know, there's a couple things that are surfacing on the timeline. If you if you have some topics that you want to talk about that you've seen on the timeline, put it in the comments. Let us know. We'll talk about it. But just, uh, you know, we're, we're trying to get a show out before the Sixers game because obviously Word. that is an important time in everyone's life. I don't know about your family, but my family has been – our lives have revolved around Sixers games. So it's kind of like brings us all together, high-fiving, you know, like it's just – you know, we get our food. Every, it's, it's, it's a good vibe. It's almost like uh, – uh, it's it's almost like medicine. We need we need it. So I mean, we're at a point where we thought we were knocked out. Uh, here we're back. You know, we get Embiid back. There's MVP talk. I don't care care about that. I'm talking about Finals MVP. I'll I'll take that. Uh, but how are you guys feeling? Are you guys geeked up about the season? Some of the timeline talk. Some six. Dude, I, I mean, I just want I just want to build off of what you just said right there. You're talking about how the family's all hype, bro. I went out this on Saturday night with my uh, with my mom. We, we went out to dinner. And let, let me just preface this by saying that both my parents, they were more Flyers people growing up than they were Sixers people. I, I leaned towards the Sixers. And this whole year, I've just been flooding them. Every game day, I'm just sending them Sixers content, Sixers content. I'm trying to get them into it. So I went out uh, for Mother's Day this past weekend with my mom. And all she could do the entire dinner is gush over Joel Embiid and Tyrese Maxey and how much she loves the Sixers team. And I was like, dude, I was like, oh, my God. I was like, I just love this woman. It was great to see, man. That's, uh, my, my parents are all in on the Sixers bandwagon. Uh, with Embiid coming back, it's a completely different team. And uh, I'm ready to watch them spank again tonight. Yeah, I mean, my dad's side of the family is from Philly. So my grandmother, may she rest in peace, huge Sixers fan. Pops, he watches the games, he loves it. My mom is from New York, but uh she she loves Embiid. Like she'll hit me up and be like, Yo, you saw Joel Embiid? I'm like, of course I saw Joel Embiid. Like, I watched <laughs> the game. Um, but nah, it's not medicine for me, bro. It's it's freaking heart, it's like heart palpitations watching the Sixers play ball. It's worse than the Eagles for me, man. So like I'll turn it on and then turn it off. I haven't watched the full 76ers game in a minute. So I feel like I'm bad luck, bro. As soon as I turn it on, Harden starts missing and B get hurt. So I'm like, yo, you know what? I'll track it through ESPN um, yeah. and, and check the timeline, make sure everything Gucci. But 
Yeah, appreciate I, your I'm work. excited, man. Yo, listen, bro. I'm not trying to mess this up. I'm trying to see this championship. Well, I feel, <laughs> feel like as a, as a fan-centric part podcast of the eagles we're, we're geeked out about the eagles yes, um so we're, we're always analyzing the eagles and uh when, when it comes to the sixers i feel like i can take a back seat i can mm-hmm. just be a, a super fan of the, the sixers yeah. um meanwhile i was up till like uh three in the morning painting like sixer shoes um pair of those. for my, for my yeah, guy adam up, adam bolden in the house <laughs> um but just overall i mean just thinking about um eagles related content um, first, first and foremost, I think, uh, I think Eagle fans out there, um, or content creators out there have to realize, um, you know, when Ray Didger, when Ray Didinger speaks, it's, it's kind of like a guy you must listen to. He's the, he's the voice of reason for a lot of seasons. I think he's, he's a guy that's put in the work. Uh, for any Eagle con- content creator out there, um, if you if you don't know who Ray, who Ray Dittinger is, go look him up. Um, I think he's just the guy who has built his foundation um, off of research, hard work, dedication to his craft. Um, and for him to get where he's gotten in his career, to be in the Hall of Fame, to be where he is, uh, and still leaving on his own terms, yeah. um, Ray Dittinger uh, decided to hang it up. So, you know, he's a guy that I, for one, have always respected. Um, I had a moment to, uh, you know, I had a moment to like hang out with Ray in a green room. This was a point in when we had just uh, got with NBC Philly and we're sitting in the green room and I'm trying to be like, oh, like, I can't fanboy right now. There's the, there's the cool ass Ray Dittinger right there. It's a guy that's like, inspiration over there but i can't like you know like you know play the cards you know yeah yeah you, you can't fangirl out yeah but, but it got to a point where i was just like you know I, I told him how i felt and gave him his flowers while you know and just watching him work him having a book a stack of, of information the way that he was breaking down the game but just, he's always been that dude that has always been he's, he's very authentic very real yeah and then these days where takes are like uh, superimposed or blown out of proportion. He's a guy that, you know, like you'd always understand that he's done the the research in the back background to anything that he puts out there, any take that he puts out there. So I got to give hats off to Ray Diddy. Yeah, and you, t- you took Absolutely. the words out of my mouth too, man, because uh, like I-, I was going to say, in a world of uh, hot takes that we live in today, where, I mean, that's how articles get clicks nowadays is it's all about the hot take. Ray Diddy, like he kept it real, man. He always kept yeah. it real. And on top of that, he was like a walking Eagles encyclopedia. Like that guy, what he knows about the history of the Eagles, uh, like he's forgotten more than I know. So, you know, he's just a an Eagle through and through. Uh, I was, I'm glad that I was able to uh, recognize him and appreciate his time while he was still working. But uh, I wish him a happy and long-filled uh, retirement. Yeah, I remember uh, when I first started working with 4th and John, Gail and I had a conversation and you had used like Ray Diddy as like the exemplar, right? Of like how the work should look, how you should go about it, being fact-based, you know, not pandering to a specific group, crowded demographic, but like standing on your own feet, right? Like research, being about the action, being about really being a fan of the game and like understanding the game and the nuances of it. And I took that to heart. And like, you know, I think that 
there's a, a place for that still, right? Like you don't have to be sensationalized to get clicks. You don't have to go way to the extremes and, you know, create clickbait to entertain people, man. Like if you understand the game, you know, folks are clicking with you, folks are, are tap in. And I think Ray uh, proved that. And like you said, he was able to go out on his own terms, which a lot of people are not, especially the clickbait folks, right? Like you see them pop up, get real popular and then disappear. Primo, so yo, yeah, man, yo, it's awesome. Up, fellas? Primo, we're in the we're in the middle of uh, giving our uh, our thoughts on Ray Diddy. You have anything to say? Yeah, yeah, I caught a I, I caught a, a little bit of the beginning of the show. Um, well, real quick about Diddinger. Um, besides Gail being his number one groupie. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, nah, I mean the the guy's definitely an inspiration, especially the, you know I mean somebody like Gail. Um, he teaches a lot, uh, especially the way he breaks down the game, his dedication to the game, his dedication to the Eagles. Uh, There's one thing that I definitely remember about him is his reaction when we oh, won the yeah. Super Bowl. Yes, sir. That was, that was cool, um, you know what I mean? And that, that was great to experience that with somebody, you know, important as Ray Dinninger is. Yeah. Um, you know, I think we ran into him the one time at NBC. I'm not sure. Yep. Uh, yeah, yep. right. Yeah, and you know, I mean, the guy was really down to earth person. Um, but you know, Diddy's the man, man. Like, you know, it's, um, I wish him nothing but the best, and you know, he's definitely yep. an inspiration to those upcoming people that are trying to, you know, get into the same game as he was. Yeah, absolutely, bro. And uh, we were able to get the uh, the announcement right here uh, of his retirement. So, uh, Lord, you. Okay, um, uh, my contract with WIP is up at the end of May, and I've decided that will be it for me. I'm retiring. Sunday, May 29th will be my final show. All these years, my family has lived their lives around my schedule. Now I can build my life around theirs. I have a wonderful wife, two accomplished adult children, and four beautiful grandchildren. I'm ready to transition from being Ray Diddy to Grandpa. Next fall, instead of charting plays at Lincoln Financial Field, I'll be at Witted Mercy University watching girls field hockey and cheering on my granddaughter, Haley. I look forward to summer walks through Center City with my wife, Maria, and our bulldog, Arlo. I look forward to our grandson's music recitals, leisurely strolls through Rittenhouse, Market, Rittenhouse Square and Reading Terminal Market, and a weekly senior citizens matinee at the Ritz Five. I now can I now can work my way through all the novels that I've set aside with a mental note that I'll get to it someday. Well, someday is finally here. I'm retiring from WIP radio and also from my TV work at NBC Sports Philadelphia. I've truly enjoyed working at both places. I love the people I worked with and I'm proud of what we built, but I feel it's time to go. I'm healthy, I'm happy, but I'm also 75 years old. It's time, really, it's that simple. I'm not being pushed out the door. I'm leaving on my own, but it isn't easy. I love my life. I grew up wanting to be a writer and wanting to be involved in sports, and I've seen it all come true. I saw all four professional teams win championships. I've ridden in their parades, and I've bathed in their confetti. It was great, but even great things run their course, and I've run mine. We still have a month to talk about the Sixers and the Phillies and, of course, the Eagles, and that's what I'll miss the most, the give and take with you, the listeners, sharing that passion, 
tackling all sorts of issues with this guy, my partner Glenn Macnow, laughing at our stupid football bets and all the other stuff we kicked around for the last 20 years. And don't worry, Glenn is staying on, so you'll get your weekly update on what's new on Netflix and Hulu. Chances are it will be a British cop show, and Glenn will love it. I just want all of you to know how much I appreciate your friendship and support. It means more to me than words can ever express. So thank you all, and let's have fun with the time that we have left. That was heartfelt, man. If you didn't, if you, if you, if, you, if that didn't get to you, uh, the, the one Dude's thing he was saying. He's got words, man. He said bathe in the confetti. I love the fact that he, he, he was able to see all four teams win a championship. Who's that yeah. accomplished that here? that's crazy to think about man and i wish everybody that sort of happiness and what they do right like he he set a goal for himself he stuck with it he's able to retire on his own terms and it's not like he's invalid or unable to live life right like he mentioned all the things he wants to do he wants to lock in with his grandchildren and like spend that additional time and i think it's just a great reminder that like we aren't just the work that we do right that we have loved ones we have families we have things that we're passionate about and all things come to an end, like he said, man. You got to lock in and just love what you do and love what you created. I, I mean, I, I agree with you. I, th- I think that, like, when he touched on that whole fact that his he's been doing this forever and his family, yeah. his entire life has been building their schedule around him. I, I thought that I thought that was cool that he's, he's yeah. like re- he recognizes that, you know. That kind of hit home. I was like, I was like, after I heard him say that the first time, I was like, Am I spending too much time on the Eagles? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was like, I was like, he, 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 I was like, I, you know, by hearing it, him talk, it, it, it was that, but then also the fact that how he emphasized how the family is working their schedule around him. Yeah. And then, you know what I mean? Like, hey, look, I'm in the back of my mind, you know, shout out to the wife and, and to the kids because. When it comes to this and the Eagles, man, they 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 work their schedule around me, and yeah. extracurricular stuff as well. You know, what I mean, like with my sports, playing sports. So I mean, that plays a big part with yeah. the family, the support the family gives somebody to go ahead and make that accomplishment. So it's, not, it's, not only shout out yeah. to Ray, but his family. As well. It's crazy Absolutely. to think about Ray though, like uh, just what a pillar he is in the Eagle society. The thought of him not being at the link on a game day and him. Instead, being at Gwinnett uh, Mercy yeah. University watching right. field hockey is just—it's crazy to think about. But he's—he's he's earned that time, and like he said, he's—he's—he's he's, he's seen it all at this point. He's seen every team win a championship. There's nothing else for him to do at this point. He—he's right. done it all. So, hats yeah. off to him. It's that ending, him—him oh, him reading that off—it reminded me of like Shawshank Redemption when talking about uh, what was it, Morgan Freeman narrating. Yeah, uh, it, it just seemed because he's painting a picture as he talks. Um, that was dope. That was dope. Absolutely. Um, but we, we had to give a moment and hat tip, an Eagles legend. Um, went from the from, went from the the uh, stands to covering the game that he loves and doing it well. Yeah, doing it well. Um, but uh, talk about doing it well um, as we move along. Cornerback two has been a topic of conversation. Um, I think in theory, we all know that um, we love the idea of James Bradbury. Um, Just like I love the idea of Tyron Matthew. <laughs> yeah. uh, I mean, you know, Eagle fans will be geeked. Go, 
will be geek. It's not about letting it go. I'm saying that I think that we have as good a chance to get. I don't think that like there's a lot of people that are like think that this Eagles getting James Bradbury is a lock. The same way that a lot of people thought Tyron Matthew was a lock. That's what I'm saying. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not hanging on to the Bradbury Matthew thing. Right. I'm saying that there's 31 other teams to think yep. that we're going to get Bradbury. You're being naive. Oh, no, well, no. I, I wasn't I think... singing Let It Go for you. I oh. was singing it for you. Oh, for you, <laughs> for you. Like, I, like, I think the idea, like, you know, I, I, was, I was instantly on the Slay recruiting hotline, put out the meme, call him. See if he'll take a deal, like because the idea he's he's already getting paid, right? He's already yeah. getting he's getting yeah. his money. He got so. bought out of his. Well, so whatever he's getting, he's getting extra on top of that. So they got uh, Giants still got to pay him. So you know, at the end of the day, like having having a guy that comes in here wants to play on a team that, and he's like, yo, this team could compete, could, could compete. I go against the Giants twice a year, whoop that yeah. ass. I only got to drive down, you know, Jersey Turnpike. 95 whatever you want to call it and still in the same region like you know if we if we get in a, a a bidding war with any other team i don't think we can match that but looking at spot track um they give you the market value uh for james bradbury uh and his market you know value right there's 12.1 million would be his average annual salary three years 36 mil um and that's ranked as the 16th cornerback in the league. Which is so that's, wild. Yeah. We have that's about, what, 10, cool. 10, 10 mil? 10 mil, roughly, yeah. Uh, if you, I mean, you know the, how it works the magic, man. Yeah, you, yeah, you could make it happen. Because we were just talking about in terms of cap and how, how he works the cap. Look at our offensive weapons for 22 <laughs> cap. Look, look, Hertz is 1.6, Sanders 1.7, Scott 1.75. Brown, he got his cap to 5.6. Devontae Smith is at 4.5. Goddard's at 3.7. Combined cap hit 19.7. So, like, so how he can work the numbers if if he really, really, really wanted. Well, you know how he's best that number and it's not going to go over whatever it is. And they've been mocking um, or they've been there's been a lot of smoke with uh, Bradbury to the Raiders because his defensive coordinator is there. So, Mm -hmm. again, to Ev's point, like it's going to be competitive. Like James Bradbury still has stuff left in the tank. And last year, according to PFF, was his best season in coverage throughout his entire career. So it's not like he has some like precipitous drop off. So we'll see. But him as a CB2, I mean, this team goes from like playoff contender to like right in the mix with one of the best teams in the NFL. So I'm with it, bro. I would love to see it. Um, I, I, what, do, what do you think is the uh, avenue that we take in a freeing up space? Do you think it would be more likely that we restructure contracts? Yeah. Probably. Okay. Well, not only not only is that the avenue that we will take, do we wait to see if any of that happens before we start realizing there's a move that's going to be made? I think they do it like preemptively, to be honest, because you want to have the bread in place, right? Because like you don't want to be in a situation where you got to make a move and then somebody comes in at the 11th hour, you know what I mean? And offer 15 a year and then you're like, oh, damn, you know, I didn't do how we, you know, he's maniacal in what he does, man. I trust him with the contracts, right? Like, you know, back and forth around the draft, he hit it this year, but contract wise, I'm with it. How, How about the fact, too, that like, I have never seen a GM just show their cards the same way that the Giants did. 
I mean, yeah. he, they straight up came out and said, I was expecting more of a market for James Bradbury. Why the hell would well, you say that, dude? I mean, Amari Cooper, same thing, went for a fifth to the Browns, right? Like, I think this offseason was really interesting seeing a number of teams kind of predict moves in advance and then be upset when they didn't get compensation. But quite a few people went for much less than, you know, what we probably would have seen them go for um, had a team not sort of projected out what their intentions were. Um, who knows why you do that kind of stuff? Uh, I don't know. Uh, I think not, I just think yeah. it takes away all your leverage when you, well, you come out and say that you're gonna. Without just, a question, we're, we're, you're thinking about dropping the outright well, dropping the guy. Well, yeah. team, I mean, like I was speaking to my friend who's a diehard Giants fan, and they they all knew it was coming down. Like they knew that they couldn't afford him. It's almost like you know having too much shit. Like you need to get rid of some shit when you're broke. Um, yeah. That's what there's, they, they had to let go of some things, and obviously the the. The concern in his voice as a Giant fan to the idea and thought if the Eagles could get Bradbury, shook, he was concerned. He was yeah, like, they shook, bro. He was super concerned. Um, yeah. Now, Edgar, Edgar asked a question below: What type of effect would Bradbury have on the Eagles? I think at Massive. the end of the day, you we got you got clamps, you got yeah. clamps on both ends. Um, yeah. I still think, uh, you know, if you want to ghost ride the whip on safety with. Uh, on the back end, you, yeah. you know, at least you got some clamps on on the on both sides. So, and then you also got to consider, like, I mean, it, with the front that we're gonna have, like, they're gonna penetrate quickly. So yeah. you're you're hoping that these safeties aren't, you know, all that needed to begin with. If if the corners are able to hold on to their guy for a few seconds and then they're able to get to the quarterback, hopefully that's the formula. Well, and then Slay doesn't have to chase ones, right? And right. and you know, I would say Bradbury's best years in the NFL. <laughs> He was playing off zone, right? So he wasn't – he could bump, but he's not a dude that you want chasing a wide receiver all around the field. You want to give him space to be able to see it in front of him and attack. And so, yeah, man, it gives the Eagles a lot – the multitude that we talked about when they drafted Jordan Davis, I think he offers from the secondary. Um, and maybe, yeah, you go cheap and see what happens at safety because you don't have to worry about helping as much on the other side away from Slay. Uh, Mr. Cross brings up one year proof of deal. I, th- I think, you know, like he, he proved he, it last uh, year, honestly. Yeah. I think uh, he's done enough to get him a, a decent deal. But I, yeah. I, I think if he's if he's looking for a vibe like again, he or, he's already getting paid. So he's getting he's getting double money. So I think he should be all set with that. Uh, D Morg, yeah. shout out to D Morg in the chat. He says, I trade for Greedy Williams too. let him battle at camp. Like I still, you know, like again, we're we're in the the uh, Stephen Nelson phase of last year where we yeah. were all pretty much like he's probably going to sign, but we're not sure if and when. Uh, going to the uh, it's like it's going through a thrift store right now. Like you know, you don't have the real money to go out there to the mall, so you gotta gotta <laughs> hit, gotta hit the thrift store and make it work. Uh, so, in, in terms of uh, thrifting. If you uh, if we go going around the room here, like obviously Brad Barry looks the the sexiest on there, yeah. Um, you know Trey Wayne's with a familiarity with that Minnesota defense. First name Kevin, last name King. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Vernon Hargraves had a lot of potential of coming into yet. the league, bro. I mean, I yeah. know he he didn't live up to all the hype, but I mean, I would take a flyer on him, bro. Um, I, I I think. I think the young young bull, uh, Kevin King, is the youngest on there, right? He's yeah. what is he, 20? Yeah, Hargraves, 27. 26. Yeah, Hargraves, oh, yeah, yeah, Hargraves, 26. Um, 
It's not it's not it's not sexy out there, but no. there's 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 serviceable. There's serviceable yeah. guys out there. I mean Joe Hayden played well last year too, like at 32. You know what I mean? If you're only looking for a one-year deal and then you're going into next year's draft looking to take somebody or, you know, clearing some space and trying to sign somebody to a long-term deal knowing that Slay is going to be on his way out soon, there's options. It's, um, yeah, but it's It's not, honestly it's not wild how, like, how some of these guys, how far they've fallen from grace. Because, like, if you look at some of the names on here, I mean, yeah. A.J. Bouye, Joe Hayden. Yeah. I mean, like these are guys that Chris at one Harris point been a lockdown. Yeah, he was a lockdown. The, for Josh a while. Norman. These were these were yeah. guys that at one point in their career were the guy at right. Yeah, but this right he here is the thirty three. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this one, yeah. this right here, definitely shows how much the NFL is going in a whole different direction. Now. Yeah. Um, we got some. Uh, uh, let's see. Where is? I just brought up the comment. I'm, I'm having a moment here. Um. Is this that getting bad Bradbury would be an all-in moment? Um, says 2020 vision. I, I, my, my thing is like if you see that as a move that you gotta make that makes sense for the team, that you it, it fits the vision and it fits yeah. if you could sell him on this idea of like, yo, you want to make a run or do you want to be on a team that's like you know transcending versus right. a descending team? Descending. Right. Right. I do think I mean, the Giants are transcending from where they were last year, but it's well, you know. It, it's the it's the I think it's the perfect time, man. Especially yeah. with the way the draft went and how yeah. hot Harry is right now. Hey, stay stay hot. You know what I mean? Go ahead and make that move. I think going for AJ Brown was an all in kind of proposition too, right? Like yeah. you go get a young wide receiver, hand them a hundred million bucks. Like I think that that's a you're not doing that if you think you're a midland team in the NFL. If you, I think, seeing the other day on the timeline. Uh, Jalen Hurts is the most popular pick. He doesn't have the highest like chance for it, but over the past like week or so, he's the hottest pick for the MVP. So like even betters are paying attention now, right? Like turning those tickets in and, and choosing Jalen, pushing his percentage up. So right. I think people are paying attention. And and Rome, honestly, he, I I agree with him. I agree with what he has to say here. In that, like, if you just think about. If you bring Bradbury oh, in, what, where where are you weak aside from safety on defense? Yeah. Like you you are just you're stacked across the board. If you if you bring in a solid second quarterback, yeah, I, I keep thinking in my head. I'm like, and I don't want to like gas my own self up. And just, <laughs> but just the idea of bringing him in, like, if you would have told anybody, every, you know, everyone likes to ride, you know, you know, will let how we know let how they know about let them know i can't even think right now everyone will let howie know how they feel about him sometimes um but in the fact that you could get the light man it's the light the new lighting it's new lighting it's a new light uh-huh i mean this is how like worked up i am about the whole idea of like could you imagine landing the kobe dean First of all, in the third, if someone said you got the Kobe Dean in the third, uh, AJ Brown, participant. Okay. well, AJ, AJ Brown, like AJ Brown, like this is this is pre pre draft. You're like, how the f-? and then Jordan Davis, uh, <laughs> and then Yo, you man, land. I don't appreciate y'all throwing my picture. <laughs> Yo, it ain't no y'all. My phone got no control over this, bro. <laughs> no, and, 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 and then Landon Bradbury, that would be that would be kind of that would, would be kind of would that be Howie's best offseason of his career? 
That would be kind of that would be kind of nice. At least during our time, yes. Like that would be like iconic, and not even from the like dream team. Yeah, the dream team. There was no cohesion with the dream team, right? Like we got a bunch of great individuals that came here and floundered because they weren't with player salad. Is all it was. Yeah, exactly. But like this, like you're getting people that fit different roles that are voids, right, for your team, especially on defense, um, and, and just giving just multiplicity given opportunity to just get freaky with it man that's what i want to see year two i want to see the offense and defense be able to get freaky with it and not be predictable not have to run the ball damn near 60 times a game i have to play this bullshit off coverage right like i want to see folks get busy let's see what i got the job let's see i'll make it happen I'm ready, uh, I'm ready to see the defense go to work bro yeah they, they pulled the trigger on bradbury yeah. i am so yeah. ready to see this defense go to work Bring on Dallas first week, man. Bring them on. <laughs> I, I mean, and that, that's why people are like, you know, some of them like some of these moves, like, oh, they ain't wouldn't, wouldn't have bring Bradbury. But yo, know, you you wouldn't have even thought that we would have brought in, uh, traded for AJ Brown. That was that was a nice yeah. little surprise. But hey, man, you, you we'll see what it is. Um, yeah. shout out, shout out to the uh, feast with Pete in the chat. What up, Pete? Uh, this is this is because of you, man. I was like, you know what? I was like, camera. <laughs> I was like, his production value was so key oh, while we were shooting during the uh, draft. Yeah, I was like sweating and blinding yourself. I got, I got, I got to step up my production value. So <laughs> now, Gail Leaker. I said, stop. I said, the light <laughs> match the background. I'm trying to be, you know, uh, you know, I try to be like Pete. But if you if you check out Pete's food channel, I mean, and his yeah. football channel, by the way, during the during the draft, he talked about um. Making mac and cheese. He made a mac and cheese, uh, crawfish mac and cheese, crack. I mean, he he was putting seasoning. He I don't I don't know put sasson in there, but he was putting other seasoning from like from New Orleans. Like he was wow. the thing was. I was like, man, listen. He, he said that he's gonna make it for a tailgate. I don't know if he exactly said that, but I'm I'm forcing him. Volunteering on there it goes. But I don't I don't know if I don't know if uh, Prime can. Uh, Handle the uh, seafood? No, I can't. I can't do the seafood, man. I can't do the seafood. I'm with you, prom. You ain't by yourself. Yeah. Someone said. It's, yeah. Someone said. Someone said crawfish tastes like fish. I mean shrimp. I wouldn't be. I wouldn't know. Neither would I. I wouldn't know, man. <laughs> Shout out to everyone in the chat. Shout out to uh, Palatero, Paul, Mark from Oregon, Pete, D. Mark, uh, R and B, Mister Rome. In the house, uh, Mr. Cross in the building, Mrs. McCabe. If I left anybody out, shout out to Edgar. Um, yeah, welcome back, Evan. Every time you speak right now with your allergies, you sound like some new person. I, I, had, to, I had to spray my nose, bro. It was, it was getting uncontrollable. <laughs> sorry, hey, yo, sorry. I, ju- I just recently it's... discovered nasal decongestant spray. You recently like, discovered this? I, I I knew it was a thing. I didn't know what it did exactly. No, I was young, bro. He's, he's so <laughs> it decongested your nasals. Mommy, look. 
<laughs> Y'all like how young boys just be discovering stuff that we've been on and shit like God, just found nasal decongestion. Like, bruh, for real though. <laughs> I'm not one that takes oh, advice. Man. I just go and find things on my own. And then I, I act like I'm the one that discovered it. There you go. This guy, he's, he's Columbus in over here. Christopher yeah, Columbus. Right, over here. Right. He's, yo, because he, the other day he had made that mention on Twitter about his nasal decongestion. I was like, are you flexing about your nasal decongestion? I see that. I, I, I was trying to turn people on. I didn't know if everybody was on the nasal decongestion. Yeah, people people <laughs> on that one, brother. <laughs> you got allergies. You know what a nasal decongestion is. Now, I keep, I keep uh, if we're talking about the timeline, because um, obviously it's timeline talk. Timeline talk. These these guys right here. Oh, buddy. Um, just just, just, the, just, the picture, just the picture alone sends shockwaves up your spine. Uh, because yes, you know what kind of lethalness, I don't even know if that's a word, but lethalness. It I don't know. Um gets the point across. The like you have a route, you have a route <laughs> god junior, right? You got route god junior in Devontae Smith. Then you got uh I'm t- I'm talking wants to run you the fuck over. This guy can get the yak, he'll get you, he'll he'll fight for the tough yards. He's you know, he got the size, he, he's talking about look the good. He's got four percent body fat. Um, this dude, this is the this is the combination. If you were a wrestling uh, tandem, this would be you got versatility here. You got Devonte off the ropes, and then you got the tussle and muscle of AJ Brown. You can't like. How, how does that picture make you feel, dude? I haven't had a wide receiving core that looks that good in. Ever, bro. I can't tell you when I actually, with my own eyes, watched seen an Eagles um, wide receiver core that is this good, man. Like, I yeah. mean, we've had the single guys, we've had the Terrell Owens, we've had Deshaun Jackson and Macklin. Honestly, I think that the ceiling for AJ Brown and Devontae Smith is higher than the Macklin and Deshaun era. I really do. Yeah, I don't think that's far fetched. Um, I just think that it's funny because you see when folks call. AJ Brown, a wide receiver one, and everybody's like, "Yo, you slandering, you slandering, you know, Slim." It's not slander. Like he is the wide receiver one. You know, (laughs) yeah, like he is better than, like he's better than Devontae Smith. Like that's not slander. That's just a fact. The fact that we have two of the, I love these pictures now where they're like, "Yo, rank these wide receivers in the NFC East." Like rank these wide receivers in the NFC, and AJ Brown and Devontae are at the top in the top five, no matter where you placing them. So. Man, it's on Jalen, bro. Like Jalen got the keys to the Lamborghini. He's been putting the work in. If he could orchestrate this offense, I mean, it's gonna be hard to stop them. Do you really think that, like, like I'm gonna ask kind of a complicated question here? In that up over here watching this, man. (laughs) Feeling special. Do you you think, like, right now, I would agree that AJ Brown is better than Devontae Smith, but I still Uh think that Devontae Smith. I think they're both still developing. And I think that just having A.J. Brown out there and probably, you know, taking most of the coverage, he's going to free up Devontae Smith. And that he's going to have the ability to eat. I mean, I don't yeah. think that you can guarantee that one wide receiver is going to do better than the other, is my point in what I'm saying. I think that it, I think they'll have similar numbers this year. I think the wildest part is we haven't seen the ceiling for either of them. Exactly. Devontae Smith last year was doing it all on his own as a rookie. And then A.J. Brown – you wasn't you right in in Tennessee they weren't utilizing him well and so you know I'm really curious to see 
like you said, how they each open up the route tree and opportunities for one another. Um, and then we can't forget about Quez Watkins, man. Right, well, like being able to right got her working the seams, Quez working over the top. Um, Zach Pascal is a legitimate wide receiver for yeah, he's capable of in Indianapolis uh across multiple years. And so yeah, this offense, like I, I I'm just geeked up, bro. I can't remember the last time I was this excited about the offense and the defense of the Eagles. Like yes. I gotta slow down, bro, because I'm gonna be so disappointed <laughs> if all of this shit just face plants. <laughs> I'm gonna be sick and speaking in of disappointment, <laughs> I know that there would be some there would be some disappointment out there if uh Philadelphia's um, you know, love child, uh Greg Ward didn't make the team. Do you think he makes Ooh. another squad this year? Do you think Damn. this is the year where there's no more Greg Ward? Damn. I, th- I think I think I think either way well, he brings Greg, in the special teams. He he's just back in wide receiver five, but I I think you you got to you got to make him fight for it. You got to make him yeah. any any person on on that that wide receiver depth chart has got to mm-hmm. fight for their life. What's he, that? He, may, he makes it over John Hightower. My, my I, I want I want Greg Ward on the last day of camp. To be like, I'm fighting for my fucking life out here. Like, I want him to be minus the R. R. Kelly Kelly. accusation. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? I I need him to be fighting. You know, you're not just gonna get this 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 spot just because it is what it is. No, I mean you're gonna fight for it. And I mean, where 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 does Rager stand? Rager makes the team, in my opinion, bro. He's a he's a he's a first round pick, but he's a back end of the depth chart guy. Like, I think Rager has to make the team. Over Ward, team yeah, needs a water boy. To, I mean, yeah. like it just if you look at I'm raw still saying, ability, put that man running back and see what happens. Yeah, yeah. Use him want, like a, a Percy Harvin type. A, you know, a Debo, you trying to get, get a Debo out of? I think that's kind of what Rager's game. I mean, is, though, that's bro. when you like look at his season like at like TCU. That. Like when you look yeah. at his, yeah, when you looked at his best year at TCU. That's how they use them. They use them out of the backfield. They use them on end of rounds. They use them on quick hitters. Use them on screens. Like you gotta just place the ball in his hands, right, so that he can't drop it. And then let's see. Um, you know, Any, I think get creative. Anyone happen to catch his social media today? He was uh, working out at the link. Put up some. I, I know that that was the topic of conversation a couple of weeks ago. That he yeah. had deleted all of his Eagles pictures from his profile, and then he posted uh, four pictures today from the link on a tweet that you can't comment on. That's See, what I mean, like if smart. you're gonna work out, you That's work smart. out. Like it's smart. Yeah. Keep it's it smart. that way. Yeah. He he showed uh, he showed a picture of him working out. He was getting grilled in the quote tweets, but you know, oh, of but course. You, you guys mentioned you mentioned Debo, like you're talking about real Debo. Uh, this I want I want I want quarterbacks out here. Like, I mean, uh, this this is this is a Debo right here. Uh, I want uh cornerbacks to be like you got knocked the fuck out, man. Devontae's face fits too well on that, bro. And he's seeing body type with Smokey, like it's perfect. <laughs> Yo, pop tripping. He 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 wants to, he want me to ask for my bike back. And, oh, and my like, bike. that's my bike, pump. <laughs> Yo, I mean, it feels good. Like I'm talking about, like you going into a fight now. You know, you got some dogs on the left and right. You like, nah, I feel okay. You know, yeah. mm-hmm. not everyone in the squad is five eight and under. Okay? But I mean, the 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 big topic of conversation that we always get back to the the biggest negative thing I see on the timeline is. Well, who's going to throw to him? Yeah. What's what's your confidence level? I mean, Hertz has weapons now, and I we yeah, all Hertz. mentioned that this is his year that he's got to make it or break it. But in your guys' mind, do you think that Hertz 
makes the right step this year in the right direction. I do. Going going back to what we said last year, man, we put the confidence on making, you know, sticking with this guy. He know we know what what work he needs to put in. It's all about what he what offseason work he's going to go ahead and focus on. Yeah. Um I, listen, man, I'm I'm in and but again, no excuses. Yeah. This is do or die right here, man. Like you have everything set up for you. Yeah. And if you fail this, you gotta I'm sorry, you gotta get replaced. But it, it's yeah. funny, like there's there's this faction of fans where it's like, you better fucking, you know, like or or there's the other fans that are like, you know, like really you know, like the I I'd say they're the Jalen stands. And there's like yeah. Eagle fans at the end of the day, like, yo, I'm just rooting for anyone who's under our center. Yeah. And but I, I feel like you put him now, you put you put Jalen Hurts in a place to succeed. Like yeah. like going into the into the draft, I was like, all right, we're ghost riding the whip here on wide receiver opposite of uh of Devontae Smith. And this was the shocker move. Now I feel like you could compete. Now you have two dogs. Now you, you talk about the RPO gang, the game, the RPO gang with AJ Brown, who's successful running this lance, the quick game, all that, you know, a quick strike offense, but with AJ Brown, who can get yak, it, it kind of complements his game. And it, he, he's got a catch radius. He can go up and uh, high point the football, uh, you know, attack the ball at the, its highest point. You know, you, you got a guy that's going to compete. So. And you still got Jalen's legs, too. And I, I think have- with the like threshold piece, people want to talk like yards, numbers. For me, it's not really that. It's his progression in the pocket, right? Like, how much time did he spend studying tape with the pre- and post-snap recognition, right? Like, defenses didn't do a ton of the sky stuff. You had all of these comments where people were saying they kept it basic and he still couldn't compete. Like, this was his offseason, and, you know, he has it between the ears, man. Like, he's a smart kid. He's a leader. The Eagles players clearly stand behind him. The coaching staff could have pulled them last year to put in Minshew, chose not to. And so all the cars are lined up. For me, I'm not going to, like, earmark numbers as much as I want to say when the pocket breaks down, are you scrambling to run or are you scrambling to extend the play and look downfield? Because you got dudes like A.J. Brown running around. You got Dallas Goddard. You know, you got Kenneth Gainwell shaking folks out of the backfield. Like, you have the weapons. It does not just have to be you. So, yeah, man, I want to see him make those throws, those 10-yard outs from the opposite hash. I want to see you put that shit on point, hit folks in stride, and just run the offense. You don't got to be fancy. Run the offense, and this thing could go as far as they want it to. Yeah, no, I I think as far as like threshold is concerned, I'm not necessarily looking at just hard numbers and yeah. like the box score and the stats you end the season with. For me, it's it's going to come down to the eye test, really. Like yeah. what I saw in Carson Wentz in his first season, it wasn't a great first season, but I saw mm-hmm. glimpses and flashes of what I could see as a future franchise quarterback. Rand, we all know how the Carson Wentz saga ended, but I mean, leading up to that point, we were all convinced that this is what we need at quarterback at this position. That's what I need from Jalen Hurts this year. I need him to yeah. show my eyes that he is capable of uh, taking over this position. Absolutely. And like leaving no doubt about it. Yeah. Right. Cause yep. like, that's the piece. If that question mark still exists, mm-hmm. they probably find somebody in next year's draft, which is loaded. If with you don't know, talent. then you know. Yeah, exactly. So like, you got to leave them without a question. Mm-hmm. I mean, the one thing I do like um, about our offenses, our trenches again, are, I, I like I are stacked. Like we'll we'll start with offense because we're on the offensive side. But like you got Jordan Melata backing him is Andre Dillard. Uh, you have Landon Dickerson, 
uh, the you know Sua Opeta who, who who's backing up Lander Dickerson, Jason Kelsey the center guard with Cam Jurgens uh, backing him up. Yo, I'm loving the videos of Cam Jurgens uh, playing offense on, uh, on the farm. Yeah, guard against farm. cows and shit. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, that, that's his Steve, man. He's totally he's totally bought in. It reminds uh, me you, of the fighting bears. Yeah, sorry. So you got Isaac Sumalo, you got Jack Anderson backing him up, Lane Johnson. Then you have Jake Driscoll, who's I'll talk about seasoned. He's been, Flexible. you know, uh, versatile as well. You got LaRaven Clark. Um, I mean, you you have guys. I mean, and, and that's not even – we go across the side. I mean, I think the Eagles are winning the Trent Warford. Like, think of this. I mean, you, you got Hassan Reddick. You got Fletcher Cox. You got Jordan Davis, mm-hmm. Javon Hargraves, Brandon Graham. And then, the you even, and then you even beefed up the linebackers, bro. This is the matchup I'm waiting for, man, in training camp is our starting offensive line versus even the second-team defensive line, right? Because, like, uh-huh. they give them, switch them out in reps. That second-team defensive line still got some dogs on it, bro, right? Like, you oh, might be talking cool. about Brandon Graham on the second line, right? Like, a, a freaking all-eagle, like, all circle time, of yeah, a yeah. ring player second line right jordan davis potentially on that second line to start out like that's going to be such a battle to watch and it's iron sharpening the iron milton williams yes. too absolutely uh, williams, like it, it's just so it's just a litany of dudes man I, I just can't wait bro and versatility talk about you know, yeah. you know a hybrid front you know like, there's a possibility that you can do a multitude of things with the guys that we have up front again yeah. if they want to you know get crafty they can and, and talk about matchups and different teams that they're playing they could move some things around and yeah. again you talk about the trenches I, I do really believe that trenches wins super bowls you know yeah. i mean solid quarterbacks do too but like building the trenches they pour money into the, the trenches so I'm, I'm i'm excited about that talk that talk wrong i i think that like oh, and oh. Rome, i mean that, that that's high aspiration R- r&b over here talk that Dude, talk as for me like i I honestly don't know what to expect this year. I, I really yeah. don't know what to expect. For me, though, there's a lot of promise for next year. I know a lot of people don't like playing the patience game, but I feel really, really confident about where we're going to be standing this time next year going into that season because yeah. we're going we're gonna to have those additional first-round picks. We're going to know if Jalen Hurts is the guy or not, and we will have his replacement if he isn't. Yeah. Um, I, I think that there's just a lot of unknowns that we're going into this year. The ceiling could be high. We could do way better than expected. But as for building the foundation for this team, I, I have a lot more confidence for our future. Well, and right now they have the third, I believe, third or fourth easiest. I want to say the third easiest yeah, I saw schedule that. I saw that. Yep. Like, of, of that whole NFL season. Of course, that changes. Some teams yeah, end up better than you think. Yep. Some teams end up worse. So, you know, starting out right now, it really doesn't mean much. But, like, is there to secure the NFC, right? It's like when Brown went to the West and everybody was like, oh, the, yo, the East is wide open. I feel the same way, man. You know, I think that like a couple teams got worse than the NFC and is the Eagles got better, like significantly better. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, definitely next year is, is something to look forward to. But I think you could build a hell of a foundation right now that then if you don't do it this year, carries over into next year okay. um, and you just continue that momentum. Now, talking about foundation, um, and, and Daz here brings up a, a question. You guys see Nicobe Dean's new interview. Uh, I think uh, when you you listen to that dude speak and you understand that he's the field general that, that you can rely on, I feel like 
you know, the, the ceilings there, man, you, you talk about, we, we talked about the, you know, the, the Eagles uh, defense being multiple up front and some hybrid looks, but you're talking about a guy who's played behind Jordan Davis. And we yeah. talk about, you know, the ideas of, you know, why we're using, you know, like more three, four looks. Um, and what does that open up? Blitzing, blitzing lanes. And we got one of the, best blitzing linebackers out of college i feel like it only makes sense that you're going to see a heat sinking missile in the kobe dean firing through these open lanes um so i, I feel like again uh the kobe dean who his you know mechanical engineer uh mike his dad's a doctor this guy is a very impressive intelligent man impress, impressive dude what i know i know Prime loves him some linebacks. Are you geeked? Are you, are you geeked out about about Nicobe? Oh yeah, man! And just when I listen to that kid talk, you can hear the leadership in his yeah. voice. You can you could tell that he's going. He's ready to take that role, man. And we've been looking for yes. that for a long time. I mm. mean, I get a little sense of a Jeremiah Trotter in the kid. Like, mm. I, I need that, man. You know what I mean? And, and here we finally got it. If we're still that on top of that third round, come on! How much Trot, more blessed can we be? Trot's right. one of my all-time favorites. <clears throat> Of course, oh. I saw a Jesse Tuggle comp for Nicobe Dean, and for folks that really know, oh, like was a Tuggle was a beast. Um, and so you know, if he can live up, you talking Trotter or talking Tuttle, right? When you talking about some of the best linebackers of that era, and so if he lives up to even the fringes of that, um, yeah. I mean, come on now, you know, this is an opportunity again for the Eagles to take a huge step forward. Um, and I don't know, Gail, you were making a great point earlier, like coming into the draft. Like we speculated a bunch of stuff, but I don't think any of us thought it'd be Nakobe Dean, AJ Brown, Cam Jurgens, and Davis, right? Like all four of these players, the Eagles walked away with, plus some really good late round picks, plus some really good undrafted free agents. Yep. Who the heck thought we would get Carson Strong as a UDFA? So, you know, again, like nice. this, <laughs> you know, Josh Job, you know, Mario Gurvich, like folks that were supposed to get drafted. Calcaterra fell because of injury concerns. But if he could play through his rookie contract again, I mean, hellacious value in the sixth round. Kyron Johnson is going to be a hell of a special teamer. So add Hassan Reddick in there, too. Hassan, right. And I forget about Hassan Reddick because they're white, who I was super excited about. Um, it's just, bruh, so mm -hmm. much. <laughs> Uh, as we get get fired up, uh, the Sixers game is near and close. Time to start seven. Seven thirty. Okay, seven thirty. Oh, seven thirty. Right. Okay, we got an hour. We got an hour left to the pod. Prime on it. <laughs> Prime like nah, don't mess with it. Don't Yo, mess it listen, up, man. Ever since game two, ever since game three. I've been into it, man. <laughs> I'm into it. He's like, I'm into yeah, it. He man. says every since game three. I've watched every game this season, pal. No, I watched every game, bro. I'm just saying, no, though, but come on. First, That's first torture, bro. Games, it was just like, it was the worst basketball I've seen, man. It was just stupid basketball. This is how people that watch every Sixers game drink. That's a psycho's drink. My wife heard us talking about crunchy beer. She was like, "Yo, don't put that on Jersey." I'm like, "Listen, that's some Jersey stuff, man. Like, we don't do that nowhere else." We're gonna do. We don't claim this guy. No, yo, no, we, yo, we, we gotta do. You know, we used to beer review. Oh, we used to have the beer bong baptisms. Now we got the crunchy beer baptism. Like, you gotta come. Crunchy beer, like what the hell's a crunchy beer? 
I go to this. Look, look what you started. Now I can Dude, see I'm, him having them lined up as he's making yep, cheesesteaks. Yep, right, right, right next to my cheesesteaks. I'm going to have a you whole a bunch steak? of peanuts. You got to yeah. have some beer nuts. <laughs> I come to Philly, this dude gave me a uh, he, he gave me a crunchy beer and his damn cheesesteak. I couldn't say no. He gave me a free cheesesteak. So I had the crunchy beer. That's fair. That's a fair trade-off. If somebody gives you a free cheesesteak, you can take their crunchy beer and just throw it out. Listen, I'm going to have the garbage <laughs> come over by me. Y'all see me, I'll be post up. Come over near me. I'm gonna have a trash can for the crunch. It's the crunchy beer disposable. Uh, you'll, you'll hide behind Mal. He's yeah, come right over here. Mal, just Mal, dunk I'll it. make the sign. Dump that shit here. <laughs> just dunk that shit behind me. You good, man. You good. Shout out to Mr. I Flow. He says, Humor me. What if Nicobe Dean becomes like a Hall of man, Famer guy? We got Hassan Reddick too. Uh, sorry, I'm getting giddy. Yeah, get that girl face out. Uh, yeah. No, I mean, like, again, like, you obviously, everyone's like. <laughs> You know, everyone's like, coming in like <laughs> coming in hot. No. Oh hot. man, yeah. that is hilarious. But, like that face. I mean, like Nicobe Dean, I have a lot of hope for him, but like you know, already putting him in the Hall of Fame might be <laughs> you know, know hitting the accelerator a little fast. Know. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, I mean, is there yeah. is there any like I know that we're all biased here. We all love Nicobe Dean, and I don't want my question to make you think that I don't. But is there any concern at all about his size? Because he is small. So, yo, I was up at four o'clock in the morning last night, my G. I couldn't go to sleep. And it came in my mind. was like, yo, go back and check Nakobe Dean's arm length versus the linebackers that went in front of him in his range. He's like a quarter of an inch to a half inch smaller than a couple people, has longer arms than Troy Anderson. And so that was one of my things, like coming in and had the misconception because he's short. He also has short arms. Mm-hmm. Wasn't too far off of some of the dudes that have gone in previous rounds, the the previous years. Um, I mean, he he's short, but as far as like the arm length component, I'm not as worried. For me, again, it comes down to that being able to uh, get away from blocks, right? Like he doesn't disengage. He's he's able to get small too. Like that. That's an advantage of being small is that you're able to get that blitz, bro. Yo, that blitzing as a small dude. Ooh, Mm -hmm. we. Fitting some of those holes, man. Big dudes can't get through some of those. Devin Lloyd couldn't make it through some of the spots that he got through in the SEC. All theme, nah, bro. Pop said, "Pop <laughs> this size doesn't matter." <laughs> Yo, pops, they lied to you when they told you that, dog. Wrong, wrong. <laughs> they was trying to make uh, you feel good, bro. Don't believe that. <laughs> what, what I seen, uh, what I seen, uh. Mal for the first time when we showed up to a, a what was it spinning live and I'm like oh I'll meet you then and all of a sudden this I feel a shadow behind me and I'm like the fuck Look what is this this shadow down. inside <laughs> the establishment and then I'm like bro you didn't tell me he's like six five and I don't know how to tell people six, that I got horrible composure but I'm six four two forty five yo so you can't not, you can't in anywhere. <laughs> Yo, when we showed up to Mal's event, man, I pulled up. There was a van there, and I yeah. saw him over the van. <laughs> there he is. <laughs> Yo, appreciate y'all again for showing up to that Juneteenth event, man. Much love, oh, y'all. Man, appreciate day, y'all, boys. Bro. You gonna be doing it again? Hell no. My wife asked me. She was like, "You doing another one?" I was like, "Absolutely not. I'm not dealing with vendors for another year or two, bro. That's a pain in the ass." 
Oh, I bet, man. Dude, yeah, I, I, I went across the street. Uh, I think it was before I met up with you. I went to a bodega that was across the street there. Yeah. I was like, I'm trying to cop some candy or something like that. I just needed a little jolt. I grabbed a bag of sour. Dude, I will never buy candy from a bodega again. It was <laughs> hot as fuck, bro. They were all melted together. I was so pissed. It's not a real bodega. There's no, there's no cat in the bodega. It's not a real bodega. It's not a real bodega. I don't think that was the bodega that you needed. And a lot of these are going to be fronts, man. Like, they... They got no. what you want, but it ain't candy, bro. My bodega's gotta have the gotta have the cat sitting on top of the plantains. Yo, That's my right. type of bodega. Yes, like, could you move? Can you move the cat out the way so I can get my plantain? Yeah. Can you move the pussy out the way? <laughs> uh, yeah. So, uh, talking about, um, you know, we 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 are going to be doing a event. If you guys haven't. Yeah. Um, seen the seen the socials, uh, but shout out to uh, E, shout out to Iraq and the guys from uh, Last Out Media, John Barchard and Vince Quinn. Uh, we'll be doing the Eagles Autism Challenge fundraiser night on May twelfth. That's Thursday, nine p.m. to twelve. This Thursday, silent auction. Guest bartenders are uh, uh, uh guys here uh, i got a heavy in. hand i got a heavy hand uh, we'll have a live D- dj in in the in the house there's going to be a photo booth we got chris chris rome is going to be spinning um uh shout out to all the sponsors that will be involved in this event uh, should i right. tell them that i i'm a, I'm a pizza extraordinaire i'm gonna make some pizzas too I'm, you're making pizza i'm just saying i'll throw it out there i i, I know how okay you're pizza elitist <laughs> Okay, so if you guys want to come out, uh, it's it's a, for a great cause. All all proceeds are going 100 percent to the Eagles Autism Challenge. There's going to be some great yeah. gifts, uh, things that will be auctioned. I'm, I'm putting in a pair of uh, Eagles custom bands. I know uh, E's gotten a, a bunch of um, stuff from around. People have been great, um, just just offering up stuff to. Uh, uh, there's a Jalen Hurts signed football, a signed. Uh, football from Deshaun Jackson and LaShawn McCoy. There's a um, signed jersey from Wilford M- Montgomery. Uh, there is uh, what else? There's a there's a live sit-in. There's a lot of there's a live sit-in on WIP morning show. Up for for bids. Um, what else, man? What else? Um, so it's a great opportunity, man. Like you, you, you're you're gonna have a great opportunity. To hang out with some Eagle fans. We're gonna talk. We're gonna talk about the schedule too, man. Mm-hmm. Schedule drop. Uh, uh, schedule releases on Thursday. But uh, talking about schedules, we we got we got one. We got one um, that we know about. That is, they're bringing the skull home on opener. home opener. The home opening tailgate is going to be at night. Oh, club joined to start the year. At night, I don't start know. off the year. Club <laughs> Jones. Start off the year. It's always a good no time. Nightmare. Always a good time bring, at night. Bring you know. those lights, Gail. Bring those lights, Gail. You know, it's always a good time. Uh, in the night tailgate at Fourth and John, you never know what's gonna happen. Shout out to DJ Lowski uh, and his pyrotechnics out here. Uh, we got we have JJ Free. If you're not watching or listening on the podcast, but if you're watching JJ Free. Uh, fourth John's favorite lawyer in Philadelphia is having a moment with the sparklers. Um, yes. and that was the one way of putting it. 
That's when he finally realized how he was That's filming. when he realized he messed up. <laughs> he, he stepped off the sparklers. He was like, Derek, why'd you take your pants off? My balls was hot. I understand. How many people got burned by the thing? In a good Yo, and that's like a lawyer, bro. I'll be hella careful, man. Keep the lawyer away from the pyrotechnics, bro. Yo. That's a walking case. <laughs> I'm going to hire myself. Who was returning to Club John on... Uh, this is gonna be a great time, man. Like, um, yeah, man. it's gonna it be, not? it's gonna when be, it it's gonna be uh, that's is that what's the backstory of Fourth and John? That's a deep, that's a deep rooted question. Like, what do you, what, would backstory? you have an hour here? We can go on for, for days, <laughs> uh, but guys, you got to come out to the tailgate and, and join it. That's that right at the end of the day is about bringing people together. So, that is the backstory, and, so, and, it, and it's all about creating your own story with Fourth and John. Yeah, but, but I remember anyways. Prime showing up to it. Uh, I seen I seen Prime at the tailgate in a Transformer uniform. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean outfit. I was like, this guy's no joke. I was like, I knew he was a Transformer f- fan, but I was and like, he, this guy got a Lombardi trophy too. Lombardi. That that Lombardi trophy was the hit for like, like everyone thought that was the real Lombardi trophy. Yeah. <laughs> everybody, everybody, everybody thought that was a Lombardi trophy. Everybody thought this man was Brian Dawkins. Oh man, it was, it was, a, night, it was a night to remember. Yeah, man. Um, I, I'm, I'm, I, how, how, you know, it's kind of ironic that we have purple lighting in the back. You know, it's the Vikings opener. It's kind of weird. You're, you're trying to flex right now. The new lights. Like, yeah, you are flexing. You are reaching. Right. <laughs> say, 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 Didinger one more time. <laughs> no, I mean, uh, how, how do you guys feel about the Vikings' home opener? No, what I think it's great. Be, I mean, the Vikings playing against the Vikings. Do you smoke yeah. them I, th- I think it's. Uh, yeah. I mean, w- first of all, it's the home opener. It's a night game. You got the club John going on. You got Kirk Cousins, and like we've got this pseudo kind of rivalry that we've built yeah. up with Minnesota ever since exactly. we uh, trounced Yo, their, their asses. Hate us. Exactly. I know they hate our guts, they and that's because us. we beat their asses, yep. and then we went and won a Super Bowl in their house. So uh, yep, yep. you know they, they they don't got any Super Bowl. Feel Good. Uh, yep. shout, out to, shout out to Kelly. He's saying, I need a cheesesteak mm. shipped to Texas. Uh, how can we, yo, yeah, first of all, I'm, I'm still geeking off the, the cheesesteak that Prime brought me to the other day. I was like, I was like, I was, I was thinking, I was like, I need cheesesteak. Maybe I should go to the same spot. So I'm like, I, I don't know if that's my new favorite place. Yo, man, Sunny's is the bomb. Shout out to Sunny, man. Son, uh, speaking of Philadelphia's prodigal son, um, Devontae Smith, also known as Route God Jr., um, they reached out the other day and had asked me about if we as a group have had bought tickets to uh, an event. Uh, so Devontae Smith is having a celebrity softball game on June 4th, uh, and they are going to give away two tickets. Um, to each of our platforms. So uh, we're going to put out a little contest on the timeline. Um, so if you want to win uh, two tickets to his softball game, this is going to be, um, I believe this is going to be in Allentown, if I'm not mistaken. But if you if you want to win two tickets to this softball game, all you got to do is follow 
their uh their platform on Twitter or IG. We're gonna we're gonna put the contest out there, but all you have to do is follow them uh and, and retweet it and you'll be entered in winning the contest. Odds I beat Devontae in a race. Probably not. Probably not. Uh <laughs> so some, immediately. Some yeah, of the people uh, that a beer a beer nut race? Yeah, you, <laughs> you might win that. Yeah, you, yeah. you, you gotta sprint and then chug a, a, a crunchy beer. So are you guys all attending? Chug are you guys all attending? Crunchy beer. Huh? Are you guys all attending? Are we? Are we? Are we attending? Are 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 you? I plan to. We we there. Yeah. We there. Oh, it's a plan. Yes, or no question. We there. Yes. Okay, uh, so <laughs> if if you do when you do arrive, you're going to see people like uh, Deontay Johnson of the of the Steelers. He's going to he's confirmed. We have Miles Sanders, everyone's favorite running back. Who will be? Who will be in the house? Who will be there? He's also confirmed. Why has he got a star in his hat? I don't know. He had three of them, technically, to be fair. All right. Mac Wilson, uh, also a uh, Bama alum, has confirmed. And uh, Terrell Edmonds is confirmed. There's there's other guests right now. They're just they're leaking them out, just like the schedule leak. They're leaking them out. So um, I like the Steelers' support, man. Like, that's dope. You know what I mean? Like, we spent most of my life, Steelers, Eagles, it was no cross-collaboration. Like, that yeah. was beef. Um, but to see the young boys collaborating for a good cause is awesome. Shout out, shout out, shout out, shout out to Jay talking about collab. Oh, uh, top to top, top tomato. He's 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 the guy that put us on to top tomato. Yeah, man. Sure. man. Thank you, Jay. Appreciate out here flexing, out here flexing in the obby, like living the best yeah. life. <laughs> I can't believe talk about this is that my life. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm I'm over there. I'm over there. <laughs> Uh yeah, I mean, um, shout out to Aaron. Uh, Aaron, if you guys didn't see Aaron, he was out there flexing at the NFL draft. He was he was right next to the Philly sports guy. Hey, that's that's a great moment, man. Being at the draft in the front row, repping your birds. Shout out, shout out to Aaron, man. Yes, sir. Um, Puga's talking about us coming to Arizona. Is it? Do you guys you guys feeling that game? Depends. Are you gonna um, drive the uh, hell out there? No, we're not driving. We're not driving. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I'm definitely, I'm definitely. Arizona's definitely on my map. If now, you, if I, I want to hit Arizona too. I actually, I know two people that just went to Arizona. They were in Scottsdale, and um, they said that all the Airbnbs there have fucking putting greens. We don't need an out. Airbnb. We got. We're going to take over Bro. the Kincaid Mansion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought yeah. you were. I thought you were going to say all the Airbnbs. Airbnbs had. Scorpions, I was gonna be like, that'd be kind of cool. That'd be real cool. I, I would love to see a scorpion. <laughs> There's nothing cool about that. Yeah, I would definitely love to see a scorpion. You never had crunchy scorpion beer? What? Yo, now you're going too far. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a bridge too far, bro. Uh, I yeah, did Mar- see when I was out in Cali, though, they got lollipops with scorpions in the middle of them. Like, who yeah, the hell wants the that? Truth. Yeah, I'm not surprised by that. Well, it's that's like a tequila that, lollipop. That, that, I don't know. It's like a, they're frozen in like some, not frozen, but they're inside of like a lollipop, and they're like the lollipop's like yellow and clear, and then you yeah, see a scorpion. Like baby you know? scorpions. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I've been out there. I think it's the same size scorpions that they use in tequilas. Last time I was out in Arizona, I had some ATVs, and uh, I was ro- rolling in the out in the desert, and I saw some coyotes, and I'm like, I'm gonna chase some of these coyotes. Like, where see where they're going? All of a sudden, my ATV starts, you know, not working right, and I'm like, uh, oh, you, you, know those, 
you know those guys travel in packs, right, man? Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, one like... coyote you could probably take. A pack of coyotes. Yeah, Gail, 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 started, Gail started running. <laughs> yeah. I was like, please start, please start, please start. So that 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 was my last time in Arizona. But um, Mark is reminding us that it's uh it's all about Sixers at this moment. Yes, if you sir. hear this podcast tomorrow, we're gonna speak it in existence. We were talking about the the win. Um, that's a win. Talking about this win, this out on Thursday, bro. Mm-hmm. Thank talking you. about this Thank win as they you. come as they come home. They done pissed that beat off. Sir. Um, he last fire under his ass right now, bro. La- last words before we get out of here, we'll go with uh Mal first. Yo, just fly eagles fly, man. Excited as always to be on here with you boys. Um, excited about Thursday. I'm hoping to be there. I should be. Um, excited about Devontae Smith and his and his charity event, but overall the season is just going to be incredible. I'm um, looking forward to that Vikings uh, tailgate, and yeah, man, fly Eagles fly, bro. Let's go, 76ers, man. Let's get this win. Sir, one, two, three. Primo. Oh, shout out the moms, man. Happy Mother's yeah. Day, happy belated nice. Mother's Day to all the moms out there. Um. I want to give a shout out to Orlando River Hot Sauce. Finally got my hot sauce from Gail. Thank banging, you. Banging, bro. All right, the shit is off the <laughs> chain. Go check out the boy. He's got that fire. All right, I mean literally, it's fire. Uh, definitely want to go ahead and remind you guys about Tomato Top Bar. Make sure you guys come and join us for you know a, a special fundraiser uh, for the Eagles Autism Challenge. We're looking forward to. I know I'm looking forward to Thursday. Definitely catching up with the fellas and having a good time. Um, other than that. Make that Bradbury move, man. Let's go. Let's make it happen. And Sixers all day. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, I, I mean, you guys all pounded at home about Top Tomato. Hope to see you guys out there on Thursday. I'm just going to keep it simple and short. It's fucking go Sixers, bro. Go! Let's do it. Are you drinking any uh, crunchy beer during the game? No, nah, I'm going to have some Kenny's, though. I'm going to have some Kenny's. Okay. Uh, yeah, just closing it out, man. Again, see if you're around Thursday, check us out the Top Tomato, a great uh event. Uh, all proceeds going to the Eagles Autism Challenge. Um, a lot of guys putting a lot of hard work. Shout out to E, uh, E Rock, um, Barchard, and Last Out Media, and Vince Quinn. Um, shout out to you guys. Um, we have both, um, we'll put our, our links if you want to donate to our uh, directly to our fundraising separately i know each one of us are going to have our a thing up there where you can donate put that on the out on socials later um but yeah man it's go sixers man go sixers mvp you know you didn't care about him until he wore a mask i think this guy's <laughs> an amazing player you can you can take your mvp and shove it up here because i don't give a damn he's the mvp of the streets mm-hmm. yes, sir. that's all that's sir. all that matters Ghost pictures, fly eagles fly. Um, I think that's anything, anything else. Say Dinger one more time. Say Dinger. Diddy, Diddy. Diddy. Legend, legend. <laughs>